What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? Kofi, why are Soda. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Maple syrup. I will never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Ayo! Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one. Again, I'm at Ref Marsh. We are at WOTR, the show, with me today for a Thursday night chaser, because there was plenty to drink away the last couple of days. Miss Amanda Jane. Oh. Uh, try it now. Do it now this time. It's... It's not... Uh, you were muted. Oh. Damn. Okay. Well, see, it's episode one. But episode I said one. yes, and also, and also to celebrate. We drink because we celebrate. We do drink because More we celebrate, and this is going to be the Wrestling on the Rocks Colt Cabana Happy Hour. Woo! Hour of Cabana. Kaboom, boom. Here we go. Enter the room. Speaking of the room, real quick, in our chat room, we got Splinter Fox and Kiro already here to party. Woo! <laughs> cheers to them. Cheers to them. Speaking of cheers, let's start with what's in your glass. What do you got, Miss Amanda Jank? Right now, I'm doing it with just regular Coke because I've had a hard day and I feel like if I have alcohol right now, I'll pass out and all you will hear is the sound of my, the keyboard, like, beep, 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 beep. So, yeah, no. But I have regular Coke. If I feel randy enough, I will open up maybe a can of wine. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> it is. It's a can of wine. <laughs> if I'm randy enough, I'll open up a can of wine. That's good. You know it's top notch. Here's, <laughs> I mean, box of wines. I think jugs of wine are good. I'm also, the. you know why they made rubber corks? Did I tell you this once no. before? They made no. rubber corks. Okay. I used to work for a liquor distributor, and some of the really expensive wines came out with twist top cork or tw- twist top bottles to protect the wine because cork made of cork can get moldy and ruin the wine mm-hmm. just because it has cork on top. So, a few brands started using twist tops to allow it to age without ever getting moldy, and it was perfect. The first time someone cracked a bottle of it, they said it felt cheap and hated it. They didn't even try it. So they're like, well, fuck. So then they, because it was some of the more expensive wines, they had the money to invest in trying to create a rubber cork. And that's why you have those rubber ones now is strictly because people said, I just want to pull cork out. And they go, but it ruins your wine. They go, yeah, but it's fun. But then your wine's disgusting. Yeah, but I go, you know, I just want to, you know. So... I don't knock the cans as much, but I do think it's hysterical because it's also like, mm, don't mind if well, I do have a little was, can of wine. Well, if it was like in a Capri Sun pouch, then maybe I would be a little leery. Ooh. But they should do that. They should. They should have resealable Capri Suns so you can do that. Well, then, you know, on the cruise, I would bring like a billion or anywhere that has alcohol that you have to sneak in. I would have a billion of them. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, let's see. Spinner Fox says K. 
And then Bishop's coming through the chat says, Hey Amanda, did you know Cole Cabana was on TV? <laughs> I sure did not know. Did not know. About, we're going to talk about when we watch T Cole Cabana on TV. Uh, we'll Spongebob says, next that. thing they will do is one of them water flavor enhancer wines. Oh, like the yeah. little Mios, the little squirts the in there. Do one of that just turns it into wine? Little Jesus squirt? Psst. Yeah. Little, that's what I would call it. Jesus squirt. And then you hit it, now you got wine. Right in the water. Or they can use, you know how they have that blendy thing that I see on Instagram all the time? That paid ad? That's that blender? Just because you have paid ads doesn't mean I see them. Oh, well, maybe because I, I don't know. Well, anyways. You Google wine little, a lot like, is what it sounds like. I, I don't know. But all I know <laughs> is it would be kind of cool if you can make your own wine smoothie. Because that's what those little blenders are. You yes. know, put some grapes. I don't know what else. Fermented whatever. Put a little bit of, you know, whatever and whatever. And boom, you've got a smoothie. And ice, of course. But, you know. Mm -hmm. We can only dream. So. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Sprinter Fox does say, uh, or no, Kuro says, I will make Ref Marsh talk about Joe Hendry. Makes me think <gasps> he's been dealing with Joe Hendry lately because I had to Google him. I love Joe Hendry. He's got the okay. best entrance in wrestling, period. I believe in Joe Hendry. Sorry. I'm into it. Sprinter Fox mm -hmm. says, I freaked the fuck out when I watched AEW today and heard the boom, boom. He looked like he was starting to cry from the pop he got. Dude, we're going to talk about it. Don't get ahead of us, Sprinter Fox. This is, yes. is going to be the whole show. We just have to get some stuff out of the way, and then it's all Coke Cabana from there. Uh, yeah. Bishop does say, trademark Jesus squirt. Yeah, Jesus squirt, Jesus skeet, you know. Oh, yep. No. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. you know. The water into wine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I in my glass, I'm about to try this stuff right here. Pabst Blue Ribbon, hard coffee. I hate Pabst Blue Ribbon, but love coffee. Also, I'm keto, so I don't have sugar. This has 32 grams of sugar in it, so I might really get buzzed yeah. off oh. the sugar alone, plus oh. the coffee, yeah. and it may be disgusting because it's, it says milk. Yeah, I have a a cup with ice in it because oh. I feel like I've got to probably put it on ice. I like iced coffee, mm -hmm. but I don't typically put beer in ice and it is pap. So I'm just, I'm going to have a sip out of it first out of the can and see if it's okay. just like that. Ooh, that's a good point. Bishop says Jesus ski would be the white wine, which is true. Oh, Jesus no. squirts red wine. Jesus skeet Stop. is the white wine, Come but those might be too close. Come on. So, to come up with one that's a little more dark reddish. Mm. I don't like this. I'm going to try it. Okay. It just tastes like a can of coffee. Huh? Yeah, you know when you go to the, what did you go to the um, 7-Elevens and stuff and they have like, I think Circle K has their own brand, coffee in a can, and it's all like mm -hmm. coffee with milk. It tastes just like that. It doesn't taste boozy at all, which is kind of nice uh, well, because then I'm sure it's going to be a lot easier to just drink it down and also kind of nice because I don't like Pabst Blue Ribbon, baby. Well, I know that's not I a nice way to speak about our non-sponsor, but I'm not going to lie. What I will say is before you get in, are you about to talk about beer or are you going to talk about something else? 
I was going to talk about something else, PBR, before you get to Oh, our PBR? Sponsor. Then go ahead and talk PBR, because yeah. after okay. PBR, we're going into something else. Okay. Well, PBR, I'm not a fan of PBR either, but you know what I'm a fan of? The PBR with the THC. Because let me tell you, brother, it's supposed to be a seltzer, but it to me, there's really not much fizz to it, so it's mm-hmm. not like a seltzer. But no. you don't taste the weed it's actually you taste the thing i've had mango blood orange and passion fruit pineapple and they're yep. superb i have two cans and that that's me right there all right anyway well, continue i had to mention paps just because mention that one you don't like time, paps. i'm gonna grab oh. something oh he's gonna grab something but yes people if you go to paps oh labs dot delivery you can get it. Yeah. I have to order some. Because you're not paid. All off. right, that's enough. <laughs> they're not sponsored, but you know what no, we are. Not, excuse me, it's sponsored, not sponsored. Sponsored, not sponsored, but we have today two uh, uh, new to us. Uh, we have sponsored, sponsored. So if you are actually into the idea of perhaps uh, THC based beverages, you don't have to go to PBR. You can go to a company we really enjoy, Curable. They have Delta 9 seltzer water, black cherry, and I have lemon lime right here. I'm saving them for next week where I'm going to go ahead and have them on the air. Um, but, so I couldn't tell you what it tastes like, but it's probably good. Uh, what I have been having of theirs is their gummies. I have been having their CBD gummies. Mm. Uh, they don't have just THC, but they have CBD. And also, depending on your state, they're not able to ship the Delta 8 and Delta 9 products to every state. So if you go to curable.com, K-U-R-I-B-L.com, you can use promo code MADTHANKS. Also, promo code uh, PWS would work as well. Uh, and you can get uh, 20% off your order from Curable. And they have all sorts of good stuff. They got dog treats. They got the gummies. They got tinctures. They got capsules. They got the rub-on lotions. They have the they have the one, I forget how you call it. It's got like a ball in it when you apply it. So it applies a lot thinner, but they have the ones that's like got cooling and heating and stuff. So it's really kind nice like for the sore muscles. Kind of, but with CBD. You smell like a wrestler, but with weed. Wait a minute. That's the new kind of wrestler. So yeah, you smell like a wrestler. Yeah, you smell like a wrestler. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, go to curable.com, K-U-R-I-B-L.com, and check it out. Promo code MADTHANKS or promo code PWS if it's easier for you to remember. Um, Medusa uses it. Kurt Angle uses it. Um, John Arezzi uses it. He talks about it on his podcast as well. So uh, check them out. Check them out. And if you can get Delta products in your state, then you can probably get the Delta 8 and Delta 9 products too, which I've had a few before bed, and they help me sleep. Well, I know I'm in the state that gets them, so. Yeah. Now you can use a code and get some. Yeah. They just sent me two more boxes of stuff. If I have enough stuff, I'll send you some stuff. Ooh, yay. Um, Let's see. Well, that's all that stuff. Do you want to just get into the shows? I don't think I have news. Well, I have lots of birthdays. Oh, yeah, birthdays. Yeah, hit the birthdays. Okay, yeah. So she, just so you know, producer lady was already yelling me before you got the chance to yell at me about the birthdays. So yeah, the birthdays happened. She knew you were going to skip it. She knew, and she likes the birthdays just as much as you. Exactly. I enjoy knowing whose birthday it is, and who's like I don't want to like 
celebrate, you know? And it is weirdly uh, one of the things I miss the most about JR's podcast when he did it by himself. He always went through and said birthdays about everybody. And he even said when Conrad took over, he wanted to still incorporate that kind of a thing. And Conrad mm-hmm. would just like shut it down. It was not happening. So, but... oh, <laughs> dumb Conrad. You know what? I'm never going to shut down the birthdays. Okay? Yeah, never shut down the birthdays. Yeah. And I'm put the stuff I away while you go through all the birthdays. Yeah, and if I'm ever out, I'm just saying this. If you are going to co-host, if I'm not here, you you have to do birthdays or else you yeah. can't co-host. Yeah. And making producer ladies stick to that. Yep. Oh, yeah, makes you can sense. yell at them. And you, well, yell at you and yell at whoever. But I'm just, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we got some good birthdays. Of course, yesterday was Darren Young. So I wanted to say, you know, uh, Fred Rossier or whatever. I don't know. I think of, remember, I think last week I said it rhymes with Cavassier. But, anyways, yeah. happy birthday again. Andrade. He's celebrating a birthday. That's very interesting because obviously all these problematic people in AEW, Sammy Guevara, hi. Um, yeah. So who knows if he's going to come back? And uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Happy birthday to Limitless Keith Lee. Uh, so I, I was actually going to say I really I enjoyed that little segment with Rick Ross. That was really kind of cool. That's a different part of the show. Keep doing the birthdays. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying because, you know, it was enjoyable. Gosh. Just ruined my thing, man. You know who's having a birthday? Happy birthday, Butch. Butch. Mm-hmm. I I, yep. I guess he's really owning it. I still don't I, I still don't like it. But he's really mm-hmm. owning it. Cause he doesn't look like a butch to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's more like a Barney, like Barney Rubble. He reminds me of Barney Rubble for whatever reason. I don't I don't I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just calling it how, how I see it. Uh, the lovely uh, um, Arianne from Funkadactyl's fame had her birthday mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy birthday, uh, Allison K. Oh, very good. Yeah, Allison huh? K. Very She's good. Fantastic. Happy birthday. Uh, Fred, yay hi. Happy birthday. Uh, Nick Aldis, happy oh. birthday. Yeah. He hates me. Yeah, that's true. I saw it. <laughs> and he is, yes, he, he's had me blocked a long time ago. I think he yeah. blocked me. Actually, no, not a long time ago. I think he blocked me during the Crockett Cup. Yeah. Well, we know where my allegiance lies. Yes. Yeah. King Kong Bundy, happy birthday. And I will say this, getting hit with an LJN when your brother chucks it at you and it hits you, fucking hurts and leaves a mark i'm just just telling you all there's a person i'm not gonna say who but happy birthday um then of course that ted dibiase jr happy birthday another one before we go on there's two wait hold on one two more that are um actually no two more that are worth mentioning one of them is happy birthday to Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. not a chaos fan, but you know, no. is what it is. So the Rainmaker, happy birthday! And then also celebrating a birthday 
is the Ocho. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We get into the Ocho when, yeah. you know, we get there. Did you and... get one of the Bollywood boys I sent you earlier? Yeah. His I birthday. forgot about that. One of the Bollywood boys. I'm sorry. I just don't remember your name, dude. But one of the Bollywood, Bollywood boys. And then the other birthday. No, I think that's it. Um, I don't see any more. But happy birthday, everyone. Oh, my God. oh wait, one of the icon uh, the um the iconic says a birthday. It was Peyton Royce. We don't have we don't have Happy birthday. She's still talking. It's not me. Oh my god. And we're done. I don't know. She's sending me stuff right now. I'm trying to I was trying to pull up the other thing. It was uh Oh my god, they don't even put their own names anymore. I know, see that's why I didn't know who the name was. Because I was like, who the And they share they share a Twitter too, so I can't. Oh god, even... that's horrible. All right, well. Yeah, well, happy yeah. birthday, dude. Sorry. All right, I better click away. I was just staring at this dude's abs for no reason. He put a shirtless oh. picture because it's my birthday. Look at my body. And I'm like, all right. No, thank you. Oh, and then you heard me about Peyton Royce, right? Yes, I hate yes. her. Okay. <laughs> well, I know you were looking She's at some shirtless guy that shares a Twitter with his tag team partner that's just kind of weird yeah, anyway, yeah. I, 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 I guess yeah but alright alright let's talk stuff let's talk things looks like this is news Liv Morgan has the same iPad case as me congratulations that is news where's the that fart nut oh well, but I, it's a good thing a fart and would insinuate it's a bad thing but you use that when it's a bad thing only when it's a bad thing no, a good thing when I say something, I think. A lot of things you say are bad, actually. That's why I fart at him. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm stealing, I guess I'm stealing uh, Bishop's gimmick then. Oh, just having terrible right. takes? Yeah, that mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, let's talk some of the show stuff. Let's talk some things. Let's start with an announcement that was made on the show. Actually, you know what? I'll just circle back to it because Kuro's going off in the chat with Splinter Fox. They're going back and forth. About what? All right, let's do it. Let's hit it. Kuro says, AEW letting the man who ran two companies into the ground be the director of business development sure was extremely smart, wasn't it? And he put a little clown emoji. Splinter Fox says, um, they're asking who it is. He's talking about Jeff Jarrett, obviously. You saw that, right? So okay. Jeff Jarrett become the business development guy okay. in charge of business development. King of Development of Business, I believe, as they call it. Uh, and uh, then they go on in here saying expanding the business, making business decisions the, that make the business profitable. The concept that Jeff Jarrett ran two companies into the ground would insinuate that two companies don't exist anymore that he was in charge of. Impact is the company that Jeff Jarrett started. It didn't get run into the ground it's still around it's the longest running it's been around longer than wcw was around it has been around longer than ecw's been around it's been around longer than w than wcw and ecw put together has been around <laughs> the idea that he ran the business into the ground when it's 20 years plus successful viable 
still a company that's making money for people, still a place where talent can go to make money is just a really, I mean, Incorrect. is ignorant, rude to say, like, you, do you just not know enough about how he started running the business? Secondly, the idea that he's trying to get sponsors to bring money into the business, how TNA even came to be was Jeff Jarrett getting people to invest money into this thing. The idea that he might be able to bring it back around would be there that he'd be able to bring money to it is not mm-hmm. impossible to think. He's trying yeah. to say GFW, which he was not in charge of, didn't run. If you stomach global force wrestling. Yeah. Um, but even then, uh, and he says, Jeff Jarrett started TNA and TNA is gone. TNA is impact. It's the same built business. And by the time that Jeff Jarrett left it, it was still TNA. He sold his part of the business at a certain point. Uh, it's still the same company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Global Force, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of people who were part of Global Force had gotten signed or yeah. whatnot. So it just kind of fizzled a little bit. But I mean, as I think I want to say the last one that I know, but I don't think it was under global force but it was the same kind of deal ish was probably pre-pandemic there was one of these they had a couple of shows that were in like a baseball like a baseball field yeah um like a minor league field also being in a company when it folds is way different than running a company into the ground by the time tna quote went away and became impact jeff jarrett was long since no longer part of any kind of business or creative decision he was just a talent no. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I wouldn't blame Jeff Jarrett for any of that. Also, wasn't Global Force Wrestling on ESPN? Believe so. Yeah, that sounds like a really good business deal that a guy like Tony Khan might be interested in if he's got these renegotiations needing to happen in TNT. How did mm-hmm. this guy get a company with a lot less money and less viewership and less everything on ESPN? Yeah, with because... nobody, with no name people, pretty yeah. much. I think the because only Jeff name... sucks. <laughs> I was going to say the only names obviously were Jeff, you know, and Karen, and yeah. then maybe Tommy Dreamer. And yeah. if you were an indie fan, you'd know, like, obviously Sanjay Dutt was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Colt was part of it. Um, I believe, I want to say Trent Beretta was part of it too. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, were part of that brian myers i believe as well so yes. yeah so definitely you know it kind of fizzled but you know what i mean that's what i was thinking is he's going to bring more money in eyes and i think it's better to have more money in the mix of aew than to have you know all of like um tony's dad's money i don't know call my you know Oh, Kiro says, Anthem pays me to talk bad about Jeff Jarrett. Nothing personal. Yeah, and I feel like I'm paid to talk good about Jeff Jarrett just because. <laughs> He's like, look, I have to be negative about Jeff Jarrett. And I'm like, look, I have to be positive about Jeff Jarrett because I'm trying to get on ad free. I'm kidding. Oh, well, I will tell you this. I don't get I don't I don't get paid to bash a lot of people. So it's my pleasure. And we all know who I'm talking about. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Man is all like, I'll bash people pro bono. Yep. Mm-hmm. They can pay um, me to stop, but I still wouldn't. I'd take the money from that. Yeah. yeah, I would just, I would just be like hypothetically and give like renamings. Mm-hmm. 
Let's say there is a fictitious person called BL Lump. And let's just say. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I'm going to defend Jeff Jarrett a lot. He's um, he's actually a really good dude. So, um, I think he's a really impressive business person that gets discounted a lot because of, I mean, I'll just say bottom line because of Meltzer. Meltzer put out a lot of negative stuff about him over and over because of what Meltzer believed to be happening without knowing what was happening. And so, a lot of it was... Um, he was just saying, oh, Jeff Jarrett's doing this to be on top of this and that. or you know, He just put a lot of negative stuff out there that just kind of crept into the zeitgeist of the internet wrestling community's mind, the newsletter mind. So people associate a lot of negative, false information having to do with him. So, uh, Sven Fox says he wants a Slap Nuts tea again. He did say Slap Nuts, so I'm betting we're getting one. We should. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, all right. Let's talk a little dynamite, I think, huh? Yeah. Let's have the the boom boom cabana hour. Because I'll be honest with you, realistically between NXT and AEW, there was not a lot to hold on to on either show. There was a lot of you could chuck it out the window and you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I do want to say this about NXT because I found it very underwhelming. Again, it's solidified. Another reason why I do not like Booker T on commentary when during our Truths match, and I was just like, "What did he say during our Truths match?" He was rapping along with our Truth and stuff, and I'm just like, "Yo, no, no." Wade Barrett would have tried to shut that shit down. Anyone? I'll be honest. I was also surprisingly embarrassed by the opening segment. Braun, Wesley, and Pretty Deadly—they all sounded so corny. It was awful. Yeah. I was all like, all these guys I think are better than this. Like, what's going on? Yeah, like, there like, was... what the hell? You're dragging Wesley and goddamn Braun Breaker in the, into the stupid insanity. And I'm just like, go yeah, away. and that made them sound goofy. It was just weird, yeah, man. Was weird. I, was I didn't like, even watch the match. But yeah. let's talk Dynamite because there's probably more to talk to. And then on NXT, I'll just run through the couple things that I liked, which more or less the Toxic Attraction segment we'll talk about. And... um trying to remember if there was a matchup that was particularly good i'll have to go look there was not i i didn't see anything yeah oh the return of odyssey jones was nice mm-hmm. really glad he's back in the ring but yeah yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah it's like yeah so aew dynamite let's see splinter fox says boom and shibata hour what the hell was nxt this week hero says yeah it was weird dude and raw this week too was like fuck like what is happening Mm-hmm. Um, and then Spider Fox says, shouts to Mandy with the title reign, and she is a special supercard event before uh, season eight ends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy for Mandy right now. Did you catch in that promo? I know I'm all over the place, but fuck it. You, did you catch in that promo? Half the shit she said was stuff we were saying the last couple weeks. I don't think she listens, but I like that we're catching on to enough that as we say things and we're feeling stuff, that it's enough that to hear them repeat it that way. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're onto something when they are saying things that we're saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, it's funny because that's when I have a I feeling started... Mandy's not listening, but Someone no, is. So, well, Someone is. Bruce is a big fan. Someone. So <laughs> he's my drinking buddy. <laughs> Go ahead. Now, this, well, my thought was at first, like, this is very eerie. Okay. When mm. I watched it, then lo and behold, you know, 
AEW. Okay. Dad. And I'm like, are we like fucking Nostradamus here? I mean, yeah. seriously. I had these moments of, okay, either people are really listening to us or we're like, have, we have great psychic avail- uh, uh, abilities. Or it could be that we have great wrestling minds. Yeah. And we are actually the ones really writing this shit. Yeah. And not getting paid or the credit for it. Yeah, we are genius. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, even she even went so far as to say, like, hey, put respect on my name isn't just a catchphrase. It's, mm-hmm. you know, which is something I said, I think, last week. I was like, I like mm-hmm. that she's incorporated it as a catchphrase because it also means so much more. Yeah. And like, oh, it was just great. I'm just into it. Yeah. Um, but... Swinna Fox says, I'm concerned about Mandy going to the main roster due to how damage control is being handled. I don't want her to get lost in the mix again. See, I was thinking that watching it. And I was going to say that. Damage mm-hmm. control should be booked exactly how Toxic Attraction has been getting booked in NXT. They should be that dominant faction that puts some respect on us. We're here to wreck shit. And that's not what's happening with damage control. Mm-hmm. They're just constantly and forever just tr- like trampled and pushed aside and even when like even when they're outnumbered like they can't ever catch a break even when they're the ones who are outnumbering the baby faces they still get run off mm-hmm. like they're just constantly beat the fuck up and then losing and it's like your guys aren't a threat but toxic attraction is a threat as a unit you know so i thought about that too i was like i want toxic attraction on the main roster with mandy and them but it's like well if they get booked like damage control then then what and is it just going to make damage control get pushed to the side? Or like he said, is is Mandy going to get pushed aside? Because if they have damage control and they like what's going on there, then if they bring up the the toxic attraction, is it like, who do we push aside? I think they should be going head to head or joining forces. Yep. Uh, but Spinner Fox does say, I love how the female talent is kicking ass and taking names. I think Triple H is trying to take over stardom as the best female talent in wrestling. I think it's always been his goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I absolutely agree. Okay. Uh, and then Kuro says, personally waiting for the day Jericho has to fight Loki in his teardown of ROH. That's funny. Um, I think we it, just covered it, NXT, though. Pretty much. I mean, you know, it wasn't a lot of cool shit. Scroll through and... Especially for, you know, it being, you know, a, um, you know, a, an... Uh, the show after Halloween Havoc, excuse me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The match with still... Kiana James and Thea Hale was a good match between those two women. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing around those characters that makes me, like, super invested. But just watching it play out, I went, you know, future is bright kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Where I go, okay, cool. In a few yeah. years, these these two women are going to be major players. Yeah. Here's a question, and I know this is an... um. NXT, but this is WWE. Since you forgot to tell me about watching on Thursdays on episode one, you gave me great reasons, but you also forgot Legato. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. When did Zelina Vega join Legato? The second they ended up on SmackDown. So they got rid of. um... Electra Lopez showed back up in NXT like last week. Oh. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, so they immediately put her with with uh, Legata or put Zelina with Legata, and then sent Electra back to NXT. I think they probably were all like, "Hey, Electra needs more work. Zelina's already ready for what we need her to do." And mm-hmm. yeah, not probably not the worst thing. Probably is going to be good. No, I think it, I I thought it was really excellent how she just kind of blended in there. But I was like, "What happened to Electra Lopez?" So. Yeah. But anyways, but yes, no. So I will be watching on Friday because 
I have to. Did you watch this last SmackDown? No. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Give me shit about it, but then also not watch it. So. Well, I'm giving you shit because you didn't tell me that Legato was on there, and you want to be like, oh, you like, you know, LA Knight, and you like. There has to be a surprise. I can't tell you everybody who's on there. Okay, you're just trying to justify it now. I am. That you tell me. Yeah. Yep. See. See, we're Nostradamus <laughs> up in this bitch. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So actually, I'm going to wrap up NXT because we're just, I just we just covered it. Um, a few releases happened. I think the two most notable ones was Bodhi from Chase University was released, which I thought was a little surprising. Um, but at the end of the day, I've not liked uh, Chase University. <laughs> Chase University. So it was kind of like. Uh. Uh, and then uh, Sloane Jacobs was a surprise to me. She's 18 or 19. She was starting to make waves on the indie circuit as Mimi something. Uh, and she even showed up on AEW right before she got signed with NXT. And she's one who I remember seeing and thinking that there was uh, like no ceiling to her. But also one that the matches I was seeing, I wasn't seeing a ton of growth like we've seen in some of the other women. I thought, oh, she's going to take time. Um, so, I mean, and I never want to justify someone losing their, their job or their dream job or anything like that. Um, but my first thought was she'll be back. You know what I mean? Like it was one where it's like, I bet she goes out, does some more stuff, maybe even signs to AEW for two or three years and then comes back. I think she'll be back in WWE and make a splash at some point. I think that there is a lot of potential there. And I think maybe whatever their reasoning was will be nothing in two, three years. You know what I mean? I think she'll be back. Yeah. So tears in our yeah. beers for their, uh, for their releases. You never like see somebody lose a job, especially when you're that young. And I mean, imagine, imagine being 19 and having a paycheck that says WWE on it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like Christ. But- if I got a, if I got a single payout from them now, I'd frame it. I wouldn't even take the money. Hey. Nice. LA yeah. LA Knight. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he's been in and out, but but yeah. Well, that's everything NXT, unless you have something else about NXT. Cora yeah. and Wendy are starting to do a thing. That'll be good. That'll be great. Oh, my God. I love yeah. that. I'm looking forward to that. But it just was like, I'm like, if there was ever a show to skip, yeah. this could be a week. You know yeah. what I mean? This is one where if someone said, hey, it's NXT, what I miss? I'd be like, hey, you just catch next week. You'll probably be fine. Uh, yes. Although I probably would say, hey, go to the YouTube and watch the Mandy Rose segment because I liked it a lot. I thought she cut a killer promo and yeah. shut a lot of people up with her. She just can't talk, you know. Yeah. I wish I saw Justin Time in the chat earlier. He said, cheers. I've got to say something. But I, I wish that jerk was on here to try to defend not liking Mandy after that promo. That jerk. <laughs> Did you send him a link? Jerk in time. <laughs> okay. Did you send him a link? No, I didn't send him a link. He's responsible enough to figure it out. Son of a... Spinner Fox says, Thea Hale is the future AEW. Missed the boat on that one for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I will say this. Watching that Chase University segment, the backstage bit, I was very impressed with Thea in it. I just didn't like any of the context of it. You know what I mean? But her emoting and her... Just all of that, I was like, there's a lot here. You may have to rein her back at times, but there's a lot Mm -hmm. here. She's definitely going to be massive. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then it's more stuff by AEW. So unless there's anything else you want to say about NXT. Mm-mm. 
Yeah. So Wendy Cora, good. We'll see that down the road, and that's going to be good. But this was just the start of it. Uh, so let's talk AEW, man. Let's get into some AEW. We got a lot of Colt Cabana to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things too to talk about. What? Other than just Colt Cabana. Mm. Well, yes. Eh. I'll uh, get it out of the way though. <laughs> well, hold right on. Now. Let's hit the chat, and then we'll go. We'll, we'll see if they hit it. Kuro does say, hey, I can be a fan of the first ROH champion regardless of how much of an entitled jerk he is now. Oh, I think it's about Loki. Was he the first Ring of Honor champ? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know anything about Loki, dude. Lo- All I know about Loki, well, I will say this, is when I used to work at a certain hotel yeah. and they did mocap for the 2K games. Yeah. He, he was like... He was cordial. He wasn't, you know, but a lot of people say he's a jerk and a shit starter and, you know, all sorts of stuff. So, but I didn't see that. And then I know he no shows quite a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. He probably would no show. So, Mm. that's not, and it would be not, you know, it'd be expected. Yeah. Uh, Sort of like says, I'm getting tired of Dynamite being the Mox and Jericho show. Good to see Powerhouse. We just a blip of him, though. I was a little, yeah, I was a little little blip. We'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, he goes. Yeah. I'm interested in in the deleted elite. Yes, That's a good point. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rebirth of House of Black. Yeah, I was happy to see that Alistair yep. Malachi is already coming back. Yep, I'm uh, excited. says, but until he's holding his breath, um, Loki can be an ass if he don't respect you. Swinter Fox says that's the word <laughs> on the street. All right. Yep. Uh, well, Dynamite open up with Darby and Jay Lethal. Um, wait, well, wait before you go into the show. Oh, what's up? Real quick. Did you notice? I don't know if you did, but I sure did. The West Coast expansion, and we're finally getting some dates. They're going to Portland for that uh, rampage that week, at, uh, right after Seattle. So that Friday. Um, yeah. They're hitting Fresno. Fucking Fresno. Okay, they, they, mm. that, that's a two and a half hour drive for me. Okay, yeah. you're getting close, but you're not hitting it. So this does make sense to also confirm for those who don't believe it. Yeah, I, you know, obviously Roy, friend of the show, you know, told mm. me that, you know, they are doing it at the Cow Palace uh, Revolution. So, you know, I mean, yeah, but Fresno, okay, they go on sale yeah. next week, apparently. Very you know, cool. I'm gonna try. I tried to get LA, couldn't get LA, uh, but maybe Fresno. You know, yeah, so, Fresno might not be bad. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like I really, you know, I I want to go, especially if you know because of the events of yesterday. If he's gonna be around more, if, but time will tell. So, yep. anyways, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I just wanted tell. to say I was excited for that west coast boom boom <laughs> mm. i didn't even but, catch that at no point did i catch they were doing anything i couldn't even tell what city they were in for this one it was weird i thought they were in chesapeake virginia but it was baltimore and the only reason baltimore? why i knew it was baltimore was during when ian riccoboni came out and it was like oh you know baltimore is always really special for you know ring of honor blah, 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 blah. Yeah. so that's the only reason why i was like oh okay you guys were in baltimore Huh. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out because I know a lot of people are making a big stink about um, 
Cabana being from Chicago, and I was like, are they in Chicago? And I think it was just the anti. Oh, if they were in Chicago, that would have been weird. Okay, because first of all, they probably, the Pro Wrestling Tees guys would have been in the front row, and I'm sure would have had some kind of shirt custom made, you know, about, right. yeah, their co-founder. Um, and I would wonder what the reaction is. Would they be booing? Because of, well, well that's yeah. true. Well, I wonder. Would uh, they boo? I mean, I don't know. Spinafox says they're heading to Colorado. I can make a trip because I'm not, or because I'm in New Mexico, but it won't waste my time. Uh, I'm in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far Colorado is. I don't, not worth driving. No, but you should. You should go to Fresno. If they do a show like right between us, like El Paso or something, we can meet up over there. Are you say talking to Splinter Fox? Yeah, me and Splinter oh, Fox. Oh, okay. I would go just because. Then we'll fight. We'll finally fight each other. Oh wow! I got to be there for that. It'll be it'll be fine. It'll be a fair fight. We'll just punch each other a couple times and be good. Don't bite him. There's I no want biting. to see no biting. No. Yeah, no biting. There's rules. I'm a rat. Do you have rules. a dog? Because I can be the Kenny Omega and come and take the dog. You can save the dog. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Spinfox says, why are we going to fight? I thought we were buds. Dude, that's how we become buds. Blood brothers. Come on. You think I'm not going to punch Bishop right in the mouth as soon as I see him? <laughs> no, as soon as I would see Bishop, I first would go. I'm a headbutt. Like, no, I would sniff and say it smells like Delaware in here. Oh, it's yeah. Bishop. That's how like, I knew oh. it was you. Yeah, you'd be all like, oh, it smells like chicken nuggets. And then you'd be like, oh, it's Bishop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fox says, okay, Blackpool Marsh. That's good. Yeah. Blood in, blood out, brother. There you go, brother. On team with you till I bleed with you. Yeah. Brother, <laughs> be softly, dude. Okay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Kira says, I feel like I should hire Marsh to be a special guest ref for a match at Impact. Yeah, dude. I'll do a dark match, even. Ooh. Look at that. I got the Matt Cardona one. I'm always ready. He did not like that tweet. He did not like that tweet. Matt Cardona has liked very few of my tweets where I shout him out specifically, and I have a feeling he sees it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. I still like That's him. Why. I can't help it. Go on the There's cruise. There's a few people. Go on the cruise. And then oh. you can go up to Cardona and go, yo, wh- wh- why do you like not respond to my tweets, man? I'd be all like, woo, woo, what's up, bruh? You know uh-huh. I mean? You know Fair it. <laughs> he says, get started as a ref for a Joe Hendry match. Just so I can see the entrance, probably. So I can see the entrance. The entrance is amazing. I love Joe Hendry. And I'm really glad that someone picked him up because I was like, that was like one of my favorite things to come out of the, um, the shitty ring of honor. You know, mm-hmm. he was a bright spot and I have the yeah. shirt and, you know, and I bought it during that time. And he did sing a line. I was like the last person that he that he did that for. You know, he would sing, you know, a song cool. like a song. So I got a little song. So I was like, ah, that's cool. It was cool. I feel like you've mentioned him before for some reason. Yeah, I did because he's like fucking great. I think you'd like him a lot. I probably should. I probably should watch mm-hmm. his stuff. Very talented. Uh, let's see. The big takeaway of the entire Darby J Lethal match was that Jeff Jarrett came out and hit. Uh, Darby with a guitar mm-hmm. and then Jarrett Jar- hit 
uh, the promo. Mm-hmm. And I thought fucking nailed it. Thought he looks awesome. I love this last outlaw gimmick. Yep, slap nuts was used. He said slap nuts, so we got slap nuts out. Someone pointed out too. They said what a year, and it was. It showed um, Jarrett in GCW. It showed mm-hmm. him guest refereeing that match in Nashville and SummerSlam. It mm-hmm. showed him pop up in AEW, and it showed. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do something in NWA too. Like I mean, what a yeah. fucking year. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spider Fox says busted his shit badly too. Yeah, dude, he wrecked him with it. It was awesome. Uh, Spider Fox says, can we get Effie to go to AEW and fight him? Um, I mean, I try to not talk about Effie. Yeah. I just don't get good vibes off that guy. He's probably very nice. I just get the same kind of creepy. I don't see what he's doing is different than anything I ever saw that um, Joey Ryan did. I just don't see it any differently. And that's just where it's at with me. Uh, and he's probably nice and he probably doesn't do the horrible shit. And there's that. That's why I just try to just not talk about him much. But yeah. if people wanted to see it, uh, sure. Yeah, he is very nice. But you're right about the Joey Ryan stuff. I mean, you know, I didn't like, I didn't like her ever get it then. And I don't like her get it now. And I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> Being in, in an audience where I'm watching someone in the ring jerk off. I kind of don't care your sexuality. I don't want to see you jerk off. That's where it kind of boils down to me. It's like Joey Ryan was playing a straight guy jerking off. Effie's a gay guy jerking off. And I'm in the audience to both of them going like, I don't want to watch this dude jerk off. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I feel about it. Like, yeah. I get it. like I said, he's probably very nice. I know people who know Effie and have nothing but nice things to say about him. Probably great. But yeah, I just, oh, I'm not interested at all because those are things that I just don't care to see. Yeah. And he's probably nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Carol says, I'll get Marsh to the job of working Bully Ray's title match when it happens. He just wants oh, me to yeah. fuck up and then get kicked in the ribs. That's what he wants. I hate that man. <laughs> yeah. He injured my leg at Ring of Honor purposefully. Mm. If anybody wants to derail I... the show, just go to yeah. twitch.tv slash dressing on the rocks and sub. You can also subscribe on our YouTube, youtube.com slash dressing on the rocks. You can also derail the show from there. Our comments are live while we're live. So, mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, anyway, I digress about that one. But, uh, Jared. Is it interesting to you about Darby's head in the pool of blood? How I'm like, how the hell? Did, I, I didn't understand how it happened. And then the blood was interesting because it wasn't, it pooled and it was one, one little pool that didn't look like it was moving. So I'm like, where did that come from? Hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I just figured he caught a stray shard of wood. Like, no. there's no one in the world safer at smashing someone with a guitar than Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. But if someone was, was all weird. like, hey, Jeff Jarrett can hit you in the head with a guitar, or, or like Jimi Hendrix could, I'm going Jarrett. Well, yeah, because yeah, because Hendrix is dead. Well, but Jimmy still, but I'm just saying, there's no one in the world that you can say like, even if they said Elias or Honky Tonk Man or anybody, I would be like, I'm taking Jarrett. Yeah. Well, that is and... too soon, Marsh. <laughs> well, you know, I will say this. I will mm-hmm. say that they never. Sh- when you saw Darby's head. 
when he went down there was yeah. nothing on the thing but it wasn't until Jarrett mentioned you know in a pool of blood and all of a sudden there was blood and i'm like what the hell yeah <laughs> it's like uh you've seen those um you've seen like the drops. juice drops or you ever juice seen like drops. um mm-hmm. like those uh uh prank things like like the fake vomit that's just rubber yeah like mm-hmm. just a rubber plot of blood they just like pop down under his head just like a fruit roll up like yeah. they just roll out and yeah some little vinyl, like, <laughs> vinyl red thing i was like okay because the blood doesn't match the color of your blood right now it was very ox blood uh Spin fox said jeff made that stable irrelevant i would say that's putting it mildly that's like yeah. the most mild way you can put that because the factory as they've been called mm-hmm. whether or not irrelevant but they've also been pointless they've been aimless they've been nothing the addition of jeff jarrett makes them fascinating makes them must watch jeff jarrett is absolutely incredible at what he does and he's incredible at drawing interest mm-hmm. it's not the factory he said what do they call oh the faker was the guy from the factory what are they called? I don't know what they're called, but it's Jay Lethal's group of of nobody that doesn't no one pays yeah. any attention to. The addition of Jeff Jarrett makes it meaningful, hey, makes it powerful, makes it makes I, it mean something. It's beyond I just pay, making it relevant. I pay attention to Sanjay. Yeah, you like mm-hmm. Sanjay. Yeah, I love. But Sanjay. has he done anything that you've ever said Marsh needs to see this? Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. But the second that Jeff Jarrett came out there, did you think for a second Marsh shouldn't watch this? Well, no, no. But what I was thinking was, I know Marsh is going to watch this and kind of like this, right? Especially after going to um, Cauliflower Alley. So, and, you know, and working with Resi. Now, I also kind of was like, ooh, because Sanjay was one who worked a lot with Jeff Jarrett. And so that's where I'm very interested to see where this goes. Same with Lethal. Lethal and Jeff Jarrett have worked a ton yeah, together. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. that was the other thing. They posted uh, Jarrett with uh, Flair's last match. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about Jeff Jarrett's year. He's worked for WWE, NWA, GCW, Flair's last match, which was a Jim Crockett promotion labeled thing. Mm-hmm. And now AEW. Whoever has worked with that many companies significantly. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, all the existing. He just has to technically go to Ring of Honor. And then hell, he needs he to, go needs to, like to have one Ring of Honor match before year's end. Yeah, or go to AAA. Maybe he'll be Ooh. at that, uh, the final battle in Dallas. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, Spongebob says, call it Jeff and the Slap Nuts. Spongebob says he was at AAA. I think that's right. Wasn't he at AAA recently? Well, then, yeah. Well, then maybe he was. Yeah. Hmm. Well, God Joe damn. Does say... He'll play the heel and get Marsh to show up for a ref match with Lance Archer or Sean Spears for an Impact AEW thing and make sure Marsh knows not to count properly. I'll count backwards. Like, I'll say, I'll scream out loud the numbers backwards. Three, two. (laughs) You have to the reverse count of five to get your foot off that rope. Five, four, three. Just. Can you imagine? Oh my, yeah. He, he gives, says three, two, one, zero. Ring the bell. Yeah, I say zero. All my counts are four counts. Three, two, one, zero. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you. Yeah, be so good. Marsh's love for uh, 
Sean Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the constant, constant Spears turning. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I was like, dude, I'm just counting. Everyone counts backwards. I just turned around. Look, I learned from Tommy Young, so, <laughs> which I did not. <laughs> just throw people under the bus, why don't you? Yeah, I'll just start blaming all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I've learned from Earl Hebner, I think. You I, should I never met him. Learned, it was through AIM should, chat. You know what? You should say you learned from Aubrey Edwards. That's true. No one would, everyone would be, oh, no wonder you're shitty. Kiro says beer can only count to 10 anyways. What if all my counts were 10? What if every number I said was 10? Just 10, 10, 10, ring the bell. Just to really fucking piss him off. No matter what he did. You got to the five count of 10. 10, 10, 10, 10. Get off the rope. Just like, why are you? F- <laughs> that would be hilarious. It'd be so good. It'd be worth never working an impact ever again to do that to Sean Spears one time. All right. All right. But anything else about Jarrett and all the stuff he was doing? I was really impressed with what Jarrett was up to. No, no. It's actually a kind of cool surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Okay. Uh, then we had Moxie versus Lee Moriarty, and I fucking have no clue why. Um, because he's running through all of the, you know, the... Um, uh, the firm? The firm. Thank you. I yeah, I still don't know why, and I really don't care. It's like weird, like because no, you no, okay. Here, let's put it into short terms. Okay, so the firm jumped Mox. MJF got pissed because they worked for him, and he fired them. And so that's when you know last week when MJF got jumped and everything. So it ended up being like Mox was like, "Fuck this shit, let's." Let's rumble, motherfucker. And he was the first one to come up. Is Lee Moriarty. Yeah, but it still made, like, very little sense. And I kind of was no, like... No, I know. Oh, I know. But that whole storyline with Stokely and the firm and everything doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. So, tomato, tomato. Yeah. And here's the other part that I don't like about this entire Moxley thing right now. Which, <laughs> I don't dislike Moxley. But mm-hmm. I dislike that every single one of his matches... Is mm-hmm. a match against a jobber mm-hmm. that's an eliminator match, so it's not mm-hmm. a title match. Mm-hmm. It's that if they win the match, they get to have another match for the title, mm-hmm. and then he's also winning all those matches. Just fucking make them title matches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what it does is it makes Moxley, Moxley look weak and insecure. If he says, I'm not willing to put my title on the line, but if you beat me, I'll give you a second chance, you don't think you can win then? Like, you are nervous that you're going to lose, right? Like, just from a kayfabe standpoint, obviously, this is not... Mm-hmm. There's a certain level here, right? But yeah. from a kayfabe standpoint, if you're not willing to just put your title on the line, if we, if he already knows, if they all know, they know, Moxie's winning these matches. Here's a bunch of jobber matches that you're going to win. Make them title matches. Have them look like a badass just saying, like, I'm so pissed at you. Fuck you guys. I'm willing to put my title on the line for each and every one of you motherfuckers as I go down the line and rip you all a new one. Then you're all like, man, that guy's a badass. And if he fucks up, he loses the title. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. for him to, like, protect himself by being no title matches, but I'll give you a second chance if you win, it makes me really disinterested. And it makes it makes the contender look weaker. 
and it makes Moxley look scared. And I don't think that's true of either of the people in almost any of these matches they've had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's also with Mox. And uh, it's something that I noticed in the last two weeks. Like, he's cutting these promos that are like, he's trying to be like a cheerleader for the back. Yeah. And it's kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like, doesn't work very well for me. But then yeah. when I see this whole eliminator thing, I'm just like, you know what this is? This is just another way of Tony Khan doing a really stupid freaking tournament that's pointless, you know, that's going to be predictable. Yes. So, yeah. So that's all it is to me. Yeah. I mean, that's not wrong, but I also just think it's stupid. And then, and Splinter Fox says that they can't because of the rankings. He goes, just like he says, you can't though because of the rankings. I hate them damn rankings just for about the ranking. Forget about the rankings already. But even then, I feel like that Moxie looks like more of a badass. If he says rankings be damned, I'm putting up my title against these people in this order and I don't give a shit. Because also, they never use the rankings. Mm -mm. And they use battle royals to circumvent it all the time. What if you... What if you... uh, um... Sorry, I just keep getting messages and i'd rather not uh what if what if instead like of doing the battle royals i forgot where i was going i can forget it we're moving on Mm -hmm. uh let's see he looks more like a badass if he's willing to put it up you know what i mean where if if you need to circumvent it in all these other ways they always come off dumb even if he said there's rankings you know uh, let's see. Spin Fox says, I still want to know the fallout with Jeff and WWE. He's like, does H not like the dude? The few oh. things I heard, I didn't get the impression he didn't like him, but it did feel a little weird. But there was other stuff I heard around it, too, that also made me question the necessity for his position, I, I suppose is what I'll say. I don't know that it was a personal thing so much as a position thing. Mm-hmm. Venturing a guess, I would say. Uh, let's see. Ethan Page was the best part of the match, and uh, his commentary, and that is a statement. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll be honest. I kind of, I kind of didn't listen to him. What, uh, what do you think of Ethan Page on commentary? Well, you see, anything that ego, I, anything that I can get of him right now is, is good. Um, you know, Julian, I think. Oh, well, sorry. Ethan Page is a very good. He's very good, has very good mic skills. I just hated the way they booked him this entire time he's been with that company. You know? And I'm like, another little faction. Can't these, some of these guys run away from that? Yeah. You know? Hobbs. Come on now, people. So, yeah. So that's where I kind of was like, but, you know, he just needs to, he needs more. Hmm. Okay. That's what I hear. I'm waiting to see more because I've been hearing from a number of people, not just you, just how amazing he is. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm assuming he's not been given the right opportunity yet because I just yeah. have not seen what other people have clearly seen. Well, one thing, one, if you, if you ever get, if you ever get to watch the first ever GCW, the one Gage Arquette one. Mm-hmm. He, um, Ethan Page did a 
um, he was wrestling D'Lo Brown, and it was a really kind of cool match. And his heel work was just like phenomenal. Like I think you'd enjoy that. And that would be one that I think that um, MJF or uh, Sammy Guevara could really learn the other dimensions of being a heel, other than oh yeah, you you know you smell, you're fat, you're whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'd be one that might be worth getting the because GCW is doing that thing now. They just made it to um, four ninety nine, right? Fight. Yeah, four ninety nine mm-hmm. on Fight TV will give you everything that GCW has done and will do, kind of a deal. That's a great. Uh, it's like four ninety nine a month. It's not like a flat fee. Yeah, you get it indefinitely. It, so it's still good. It's still good, but, but I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know. You know what? But I, I'll tell you this: it really is going to be very, very valuable when you when it comes to when the collective is going to happen during mania weekend because you'll get it all joey janelle spring break you'll get the uh spring break uh the fuck do they call that one the the second night of spring break um then you'll get you know for the culture you're going to get all of these like shows so um oh yeah blood sport you'll get and you know it's a great value so but it may be what worth getting and being able and you and i just doing like a watch along to that first one that you were at because then we would mm-hmm. see you and my brother in the audience and my cousin you, yeah you would see me especially during the the um well you do see me a lot because of where lauderdale put us but um you will definitely see me you actually will see me a ball of myself during the gauge arquette match mm-hmm. because death match that was my first time ever going to anything like that and i was scared and i was pretty close and the the, the light tube shards were just yeah too close for comfort yeah yeah, yeah. uh says they can't because then they would have to admit jade isn't actually 41 and oh I think you can do it in a way where you don't have to neglect the other stuff to be able to say, like, our champion's a badass here and he's going to take on all challengers and whatever. Yeah. Um, the daddy-ass birthday bash. Did you enjoy that? Not particularly. But, I mean, I like the acclaimed. But we didn't need a whole segment of daddy ass's birthday i get that's important and then his bratty children came out you know and i just was like you know this isn't really necessary but i get it i feel bad for the acclaimed because versus like an ftr it's like these guys are good and they should be working a lot more than they are and just used for this kind of fodder yeah, FTR's involvement was a little something. I also felt like I was okay with it at first, even though I wasn't like I don't find most I don't find these guys funny and I don't find them all that entertaining and they just seem to be loud for no reason and that's fine and they're not going to appeal to literally everybody and they're going to appeal to a lot. They're very popular, so I thought this was a fine thing to do. I thought it was fun for them and there came a point where I went this is definitely going on really long and I don't know why. Like, this took up probably twice as much time as it needed to accomplish all the same exact things. Yeah. That was my big takeaway with it. And then having FTR come out and stare down Swerve and Keith Lee, and I was like, this this segment didn't even involve them at first. Like, Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Well, it does because of Swerve supposedly breaking daddy ass's fingers, but, you know. So fucking what? That weird promo. It was kind of weird. I don't know. 
That's Rick what I mean. Ross, it was all kind of like so fucking what? And I felt even like, like Rick Ross. Why was Rick Ross there? No offense to Rick Ross, because that guy is a smooth m motherfucker. You know, Yo, that guy was fucking smooth. Rick Ross dude. cut the best promo on all of AEW TV last that night. Oh yeah, he did. I couldn't believe it. I saw it and I saw a bunch of people being like, put Rick Root on every week. And I was like, that's funny. People are just, you know, being stupid. And then I watched it and I was like, God, he's so good at talking. He's I so know. natural. He would be such a great <laughs> manager, you know? It's like, He'd be amazing. Oh my God. I can see him like fucking him and Starks, man. The two of those guys with the mic. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. They would decimate people. It'd be amazing. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> way impressed by Rick Root. Or not Rick Root. Rick Ross. Rick Ross. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, then the whole segment, I think I'd rather they did half the time for the birthday bash and then have a whole other segment where FTR and Strickland and them can have a stare down. I mean, have FTR come in during that thing, you know what I mean? During the Rick Ross stuff and all that, like that had been fine. But like, yeah, this segment went on way, way, way long. What'd you think about Renee and Soraya sitting down and talking? That was weird. Okay. What was the point? What was the point of that? I think my only issue with it came that it didn't feel like it fit. It was like kind of a weird place thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Spinner Fox says, "I see Ethan versus MJF for the title soon. At the moment, Ethan is the Genetti of the Rockers." Um, Spinner Don't Fox says. That. When he was talking about, I think the women Jade match was bullshit, and I had talking the whole time. Women's talent are getting shit on majorly. That roster is so massive. Mm-hmm. Actually, sort of pissed me off. That women's division, mm-hmm. both women's segment were basically talk shows. Yep. Uh, Fox says Billy Gunn's going to turn on them. I can see it happening, and his sons would win the belts. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. Um, Spinner Fox says FTR got the punk smell on them. Still, I feel different about them now. Sorry, not sorry. There is that too. There's something about them. They, they've always been really confident, and there's a certain part that feels like they've gotten really cocky by befriending CM Punk. You're the only guys that get it. Trust me, I would know. I'm Punk. Oh my God, Punk said we're the only guys that get it, and he would know, and he would know because you know, you know what I mean. Like I wonder how much how much has really gone to their head at the same time they are fucking great <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't even like really knock them for it but i do think there is a different air about them right now mm-hmm. um and Fox says i wonder who will be the dude behind the cam filming that swerve attack on billy gunn interesting oh yeah because that whole thing happened that's giancarlo uh, it was it was giancarlo mm-hmm. that's giancarlo yep there's a picture of him with uh Rick Ross backstage and he has credentials and so I'm like, yep. I had a feeling because there was some sense of sensibility that scream. That's one of his things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fucking <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And Kira said, I just realized for whatever damn reason Mike Tyson is on commentary on Rampage. Yeah, I saw that. I don't understand why, but I'm cool with well, it. Hopefully I, him and Jericho don't yell at each other. I you know, hopefully? Jericho pisses off Tyson. He just gets up and decks him. Well, that's what I hope too. But, <laughs> but you know, but at least, yeah. yeah. How fucking funny would that be in the middle of it? Jericho's doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Tyson just gets up, and walks towards me, and sees Jericho, like, dude, I'll just play it around, play the character. Boosh, boosh, boosh. boosh. And he breaks the deal. <laughs> wow. So good. You know. But 
also I thought it was speaking of Rampage last week last week. It's weird to hear JR on commentary for that one yeah. and not on Dynamite. It was really weird. Yeah, I guess he's not real happy about that either. Well, yeah, I get it. It was like hmm, that was very disrespectful. But what it, you know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I do so. want to bring up one more thing. I'm gonna talk about the main event and then we're gonna go into the real main event. Mm-hmm. Um, Samoa Joe versus Brian Cage. Yeah. It was not a match I felt like I needed. I was interested when I realized kind of what was going on because I like both those guys a lot. Mm-hmm. But I also found myself kind of uh, spacing out a lot on it. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think about this? And then Hobbs getting involved. I was like, okay. Okay, so for me, with the match, yeah. it was great to see Joe working another big guy who's got power yeah so that was intriguing to me they seemed to work pretty well together which was nice and it also made they both made each other look pretty good like if joe because i know before i've said on episode one that joe looked winded and things like that but i really felt that you know he's back kind of in what in that kind of that wrestling shape-ish, you know, or whatever you want to call it. So I kind of, I really kind of enjoyed it. Now, what I didn't like was, it was, because who was it from the firm that ran in and started? Not the firm. It was the Empire? Or whatever the fuck they're called? The Embassy. Embassy. Okay, I'm sorry. Empire is the other one. Oh, God damn. Ocean's forget on my head. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting, but it was only because, you know, he came out because, wait, no, isn't Hobbs now part of the embassy? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Because, and then here's my thing. Hobbs does not need another fucking faction. You go from one to the other. You don't need that, bro. You don't need that. So... It just kind of makes me just, uh, I'm confused. Now, does Hobbs need that belt? Absolutely. And I think that Wardlow hasn't had it that long, but they can't let Will lose that if they put a program with him and Wardlow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially because having to drop the last, uh, Ricky's last one. Yeah, no, they shouldn't. And if they do, that's a, you're going to, you're going to kill the career of Wobbs. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They're going to really hold his momentum. It'll derail his momentum. And they've already been cooling him off. Intentionally or not. Keeping him off TV, especially after the Starks thing, it's been cooling he him off. And to bring him been, back just for this? He could have been nursing an injury. Could have been. But we don't know. But we don't know. Because a lot of things are very, you know, certain things are very hush-hush that they don't talk about. And he's not the kind of wrestler that people were would be talking about, like, oh, he's missing. I wonder if he's hurt. Or, oh, you know, we haven't seen Will Hobbs because he's been treated like Tony's, like, I don't even want to say the B team. He's, like, on the C team. You know? Yeah. I was just hearing the craziest noises outside of my house. I've never heard anything like it. Ooh. Interesting. Just time will tell. Hmm. Um, if we hear sirens, we'll know things got worse. <laughs> Let's see. 
um yeah i agree with all that though um i do agree with you and i do think that there is like i said intentional or otherwise right like sometimes you get an injury you're off tv and unintentionally you're cooling off because you're not on tv that's why people don't want to get hurt right because you're cooling off but yeah absolutely uh he has been cooling off and so to bring him back and immediately have him hold up the tnt title uh twice twice yep let me see i'm gonna hit the chat because they're talking about it a little bit too kiro says got to deal with the mike tyson on rampage and both paul brothers on crown jewels i'm wondering if i'm a fan uh (laughs) and work in the wrong industry dude if you don't like jake paul and mike tyson on tv like what i can't wait for 2k 23 to have logan paul uh spin fox says i just wonder how long joe is going to stay in aew i feel like he's going back to WWE after this contract i 100 percent feel that way i think he's absolutely biding his time uh spin fox says i don't think he he is he just attacked war dog that's the thing you know uh hobbs attacked war dog that was it and but he held up the tnt title and that's what makes me think that hey he's going after that championship and if he loses it that's going to be bad you can't be off TV that long, come back, and then show a sign of strength, and then just be weak again. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Fairfax says, so Wardog still owes an AEW title shot. Was going to wait till Punk was back. Uh, I wonder if they're going to forget about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember, uh, Wardlow was all like, hey, I don't want an interim title shot. I'm going to wait till Punk wins it back, and then I'll take on Punk, whatever. Yeah, now that's not happening. Uh, Spinfox says Prime Champion Logan Logan is DLC in 2k already I had him holding all the titles (laughs) I mean Spinfox might be right we might be good buds we don't have to punch each other anymore Amanda there was say what but you called for violence though I know I've already challenged him I kind of have to do it now or you'd look like a puss yeah it's kind of out of both our hands now um Jada Marina was a mess. I don't like any of the stuff they're doing with the TBS title. Any of the stuff with Nyla. The Orange Cassidy, Luchasaurus, Ray Phoenix thing. I did not like any of at all. Uh, But Shibata. Okay, so you talked to me about Shibata. Because to me, it was just an NJPW guy coming out. And I went, okay, another Japanese guy. He's probably good. They only bring over good Japanese guys. But that's all I thought. Well... Shibata was interesting because now if I'm I, if I'm wrong and I haven't been keeping up with New Japan so you, people can correct me if I'm wrong but I know Shibata what had wrestled or was going to wrestle a match in New Japan I think he's is I don't know if he's still doing the LA Dojo because that was his thing I, there's a lot of unknowns here. So Fox says the dude has not wrestled. He had a major injury. Has he never yeah, wrestled? Yeah, he did. No, he wrestled. Okay. Yeah. His gimmick was he was the wrestler. You're going to give that to someone who doesn't wrestle? That sounds dumb. <laughs> That's a heel move. That's fantastic. It, it, yeah, but, you know, so I think, like, with him... It's really interesting. I'm not surprised that he's the one facing Orange Cassidy because it's probably going to be very light work, so to speak. But, you know, 
You never know. So, yeah. but I thought that was really interesting. That was my take with Shibata on that. I was like, wait a minute, are you with New Japan still? What's going on? Is this just a one timer? Is it, you know, because you know everyone freaks out and is like, oh, blah blah blah, it's all elite. So you never That's... know. With- you know? That's also a good point. Is he came out and I thought, oh, that's cool, it's a Japanese guy. But you're right, he was coming out to, to challenge Orange Cassidy, so I immediately didn't care anymore. I mean, not that I cared a ton before, well, but it well, my interest really it depleted. Wasn't, it wasn't that he was coming out for to challenge Orange Cassidy. He just happened to come out there, and then Orange Cassidy gave him the contract to sign because he had won that, <laughs> and that was his dream match. That's. And I'm like, really? That's okay. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Kiro says, Logan, I can handle Jake. On the other hand, actually, that's true. Jake, I can't stand. Uh, Spinner Fox says, no, you don't. I'll accept a handshake. So they don't have to fight him. It's kind of out of both our hands. You can do uh, um, Rochambeau. Rochambeau is good. Yeah, not the, not the Ricky Starks move. No. Well, no, Ro- Rochambeau was a South Park thing. Yeah, you kick the guy in the balls as hard as you can, and oh. then you do that back and forth until someone falls over. No, that's not what I was talking about. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh. But that's what that's called. Mm. We'll uh, see. Spider-Buck uh, said he had head trauma. trauma. He was at Wrestle Kingdom, um, but it was like an amateur match. He's not wrestled since 2016, I think, due to that injury. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's really great yeah. then. Yeah. It's great but to get this, back and ready to do this it. This is going to be wrestling, though. Yeah, it's going to be goofy yeah. shit. So, and he's not goofy shit wrestler. That's the thing. So that'll be oh. interesting. It's going to be Orange Cassidy proving he can wrestle, and I'm just going to also not care. Uh, see, this is why it was significant. Yep, yep, yep. That sounds awesome. On June 26, mm-hmm. 2022, Shibato appeared at AEW NJPW Forbidden Dorm to save. Orange Cassidy from a post-match beatdown from United Empire. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Sir Fox says, Shibata versus Pac would have been more wild. It's Orange, LOL, so yeah. take it what, what it is. I think Orange will probably step up and show that he's actually a very good technical wrestler because I do think he's skilled and he just does what he does because it's what works for him on the indies. Um, but I also think that I will not watch it or give a shit that it happened, but it's nice for his fans to see that side of him. <laughs> as diplomatic as I can be about it. Do you want to talk about the main event? Do you want to talk about the real main event? I sure, I sure do. The main event of the night? Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho, the Ocho, as he calls himself, because he has eight testicles, I think. I couldn't remember why he called himself that. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Comes out and says he's going to fight any former Ring of Honor champion of any championship, no matter how measly and awful the title, no matter how terrible the partner, no matter the irrelevance of the championship, as long as you held anything at Ring of Honor. Even if you were a woman. Even if you were a woman. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know what a bitch comes out? I'm just kidding. I'm not kind of just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> No, I like Colt. He doesn't know me, and that's fine. But I like him a lot. And this was a really cool moment. It's because you talked about it last week. It could be him. I was like, well, he wasn't a champion. And then you said you said he held the tag team championship. And I said I thought they said world champion, which is what I thought. But they didn't. Any champion. So great. So boom, boom into the room. 
you get Colt Cabana comes out. Let me catch up on the chat real fast. Uh, it's a wrestler named after a fruit wrestling, a very Japanese style wrestler, which doesn't work. Colt come find this ref. <laughs> Kuro wants me to get decked by Colt. We could do that. I all Rochambeau Colt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fox says Brandon Cutler is starting uh, to streaming. This is interesting. His chat may be wild. There's nothing string, uh, about Brandon Cutler that is either interesting or wild. Um, so Colt comes out. Boom, boom. That look on his face. Was it... Who said it earlier? I think it was Splinter Fox. I'm scrolling up to find it. Because he had mentioned that he looked choked up. And he said, was this his final match? Oh, here it was. I don't know. It was Splinter Fox. I don't know. He was crying. So I'm like, is this his last dance? But Colt looked fit now, so we shall see. I didn't get the uh, impression at all that it was his last match. I get the impression that he thought he'd already had his last match. That things were such that he didn't think he could come back. That he didn't think he'd be allowed back. And that this opened up the world for him to be able to get back. And he never thought he'd be back in the AEW arena with those fans who appreciate him more than any WWE fans have. In all fairness, no disrespect on him. But his fan base is an independent fan base. And they love him. He came out like and looked at the crowd like, I didn't think I'd ever see you again. That was the look I saw. And why he looked choked up to me. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, before we even said it would be a statement, right? If Colt was the guy to answer, it'd be a statement saying, look, we're moving past the CM Punk project. But this was a bigger statement than that even because the look on his face. Look, I like Colt. We watched him in Young Rock this weekend. This two days ago, we watched the episode where he was the Brooklyn Brawler. I had to pause it and show producer lady. I said, do you see who that is? She was like, no, who's that? And I was like, look, look at it. She goes, is that Colt Cabana? That can't be Colt Cabana. I was like, it is. She didn't realize. So I'm not saying he's not an actor, but he played the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> what I am saying is this felt genuine. This wasn't acting. And to me, the statement was a lot of that shit backstage that people are trying to say is not true was written all over his face. No words necessary. It was all true. That's how he's been talked about. He never went on the record to say anything shitty about the guy on his Twitch streams. Good luck trying to find him talk shit about Phil after that. It's not there. He defends his brother and his mother at one point. He says, yeah, that was a weird thing. You know, but he doesn't talk shit on the guy. He's kept his mouth shut. He's bit his lip. I keep pointing over here because it's actually on my screen on the second screen. <laughs> I'm like pointing. And this was to say, yeah, you can sit there and say, Phil, that you didn't give a damn where he worked. You didn't care where he did work, where he doesn't work, where he does this, where he doesn't do this. I don't care. You can say all that all you want. But if you tell the guy in charge, I don't care where he works, but I don't want to ever see him again. I'm not saying that was said, but I'm saying that. Oh, that's funny. Spin Fox, you mean the lady that is snoring? Yeah, my, my mic's picking it all up. But she's not even mic'd, guys. Uh, that motherfucker surprises like this is going to give uh, him shit when he streams again. Um, oh, he's talking about uh, Brandon Cutler. But all of that. 
was written on his face that you can say these things, but the fact of the matter is Colt has been gone because of you. And he didn't think he'd ever be back because of you. And this return is in spite of you. And if it, I mean, there's a bittersweetness to it because if it wasn't for his own downfall, you know, then, oh, he said that motherfucker surprised us like this is, uh, it's like, like this. I'm going to give him shit when he streams again. Damn it. Oh, Spitfox talking about Colt. Yeah. Surprising back up and not telling anybody, but I digress. Colt's back. The look on his face said it all. You can pretend you didn't care where I worked. But bottom line is I wasn't going to work here if you were working here because of shit that you said. And you were taking away what he loved. The look that Colt had returning here seemed more genuine and emotional than the look Punk had after coming back after eight years. That's how much more this guy loves wrestling than Punk. I said it when Punk came back. He just came back for money. He's never liked it. He's never cared about it. He never cared about anybody. And it was obvious in everything he ever said and ever did. All he ever did when he left wrestling was talk shit about the whole entire industry. When he came back, what did he do? Talk shit about the whole entire industry. Colt loved it so much that he was gone for, what, a year? And coming back, it looked like he'd been gone forever. This guy loves it, and you could see it in every bit of his being here in a way that I felt superseded every look that I ever saw Punk give the fans. This guy loves it. Punk pretends to. Punk wants your money. Colt, he wants your love. That's what I got out of it. That was my take. Amanda, I'm sure you saw a lot less. You didn't care as much. You want to tell me what you thought? First off, before I get into it, did I not say on episode one? I, I would love it if it was going to be, but it's highly doubtful. And I said that. I... You know, as much as in my heart, I really wanted it to be so. I was like, it, it's not, it's really not going to happen. And I had like really kind of worked myself up into, oh my God, it's going to be like Nigel and it's, or it's going to be Chris Hero because, you know, they haven't settled everything with Phil. So I didn't want to get my hopes up, but secretly thought that that's how it should be. And when he showed up, well, I didn't see it live. Okay. Um, I've had a hellacious work schedule this week. But people were like, oh, you know, some of you know people who know me really well on Twitter were like, did you check to see if Amanda was okay? And a lot of people like acknowledged like, you know, oh my God, they were excited for me because, you know, he was on TV. And I told uh, one of my friends, because she's like, your boy was on TV. And I said, she was talking about Ricky. I'm like, no, you know. And she didn't tell me what it was. And then she finally, I was like, who are you talking about? Because I had worked a long day. And when she said it was cold, I'm like, oh my God, I was right. In my own, own, own weird way. And I don't think that anybody really thought that it could be cold. It, it, you know, I, it would be unimaginable that it would be him. So when that happened, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch dynamite. You know, I'm not going to fast forward to see this, you know? And I said to myself, okay, we're going into it. You know, 
knowing that yeah he's there you know and whatnot and it's going to be a cool moment and so i i did that and as soon as when jericho came out and then you know the music hit i'm not gonna lie i was like choked up and even me thinking about it now i'm getting choked up again when he came out one thing that i noticed when he came out because it was normally it it was a lot slower than he normally comes out and i knew like right then and there when he heard that reception that he got he was in shock when he actually looked out at the crowd he it was more of a thing of because okay i you know i i know colt probably better than he knows himself he he knows that too i've said that before to him. and what i saw in his eyes was the people really do like me and i'm 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 not the i'm not that person that he said you know and people they still love me and this is amazing because i lost it it wasn't like it was an injury this was somebody who probably supposedly said, I don't want this guy around. And look, I'm crying again. Oh my God. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I, I, I saw that in his eyes. And it was one of those things where I'm like, you know, it, for him, because that, I know that trial was hell for him. And everything that happened, it was hell. And that was like, kind of like, this is the ending of it too. And to know that people really do want to see me, that's amazing. And to hear that reception. There was nobody trying to start a CM Punk chant that I heard, which I thought was great because if, if someone did that, I would have been all, I need to know where this person lives. Can we kind of find who it is in the crowd? Because I will kill them because that's, that's fucking wrong. And then part of me was like, you know what? I know Jericho doesn't like punk. I don't think he's a fan. So was this Chris's big fuck you? Because I'm pretty sure that they had that Chris was probably like the one who got to pick mm. who it was. So that was kind of special too. Cause to think of, you know what? This one's for you, dude. It's not Tony Khan writing a wrong, although it would be nice to, you know, but you know that that it was just enough to this he's there and one of the things that i loved when he did get into the ring and then he he you know staring at jericho and everything i was i hate aubrey so i'm like great i already know he's you know this is not gonna be he's gonna be oblivious but you know it's not for him to win and i know that yeah. But you, you, and a lot of people who don't like Colt Cabana because they don't like his funny shit. I didn't see any of that, if I'm not mistaken. It's another side to what he does. And it's, you know, I said it on episode one, it's like one of my favorite matches that he ever has done was one with Jay Lethal, which was that 60 minute Iron Man. And honestly, like, that had no little funny comedy things whatsoever. Yeah. It was straight up. The closest up. you got to hear it all was he did a Superman pin once. 
Yeah, but even that. But even it, that, was, it worked. It worked because you know that would have gotten. That's how you know JAS cheated. So mm -hmm. you know with Hager pulling him. Now I don't know about you, but like for me, it was something that I'm like, this is the kind of shit that you 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 deserve. He deserves this more than just one time, you know. I mean, he he's he's part of one of the reasons why that company even exists. There's actually, and I saw it because AEW reposted it from when he first came to AEW, and um, Colt was talking about you know him and the Young Bucks, and you know because he knew everybody, he knew all of those guys from before. And all of them will say, and you can go listen to podcasts and shit like that. They've all said before that the the Bucks, especially, they're always are like, "Thank you to Colt because you know what? He was the one who taught them about merchandising, and they used mm -hmm. to make, they still do make bank. I mean, seriously, like even before the elite and everything, when they were on the Indies." They had their own merch store, dude, and they had limited edition things that would come through there that would sell out like hotcakes. So, and they learned that all from him and, you know, how to do it yourself, being a DIY wrestler, you know, you didn't have a major company backing you, you know, and so you kind of had to do, do it for yourself. And he's kind of like the king of that model. No one can tell him differently, you know, and it's like, that's why I joke and call him, that's the godfather of modern independent wrestling. And that's how his career at the end of the day, like if he ever, if he gets into that, you know, wrestling hall of fame in Waterloo, Iowa, you know, or honored by, you know, Cauliflower Alley, that's how he should go down. That's how he should be remembered is that is the fucking godfather of modern independent wrestling. You see, he planted the seeds. Yeah. But like what he said on that video, you know, the Bucks and all of those guys knew how to take it even further. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, it's it's cool. So, I mean, I, you know, I can go on and on, but I'm not yeah. going to. But just know that from someone who I don't want to say I'm an insider or someone, but I will say this. I'm probably one of his biggest supporters um and also i've been told by quite a few people i'm, I'm his favorite mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's get caught to up on day, some of the chat I, yeah 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 uh kira does say a weird colt cabana fact you can tell me if you know this about this too because i don't know this okay. is that on one occasion he competed under the name chris guy which is mm -hmm. the real name of his trainer a steel Mm -hmm. The real Chris Guy wrestled in a match for WWE in 2004 under the name Scott Colton, which mm -hmm. is Colt's real name. Did you know they both wrestled as each other's names? Yes. Were they were they ribbing each other? Yes. That's funny. Yeah, because this was this, this. I tell you, this this was back in the day. Like, so when Colt used it, it was an homage to to Ace. Mm. When Ace did it, it was like I'm returning you the favor. That's funny. Yeah. He's like, I couldn't use Scotty Goldman, so we'll just use your name. You know, your your name. Um, That's funny. 
But yeah, no, no, I, I did know that. And I thought that was hilarious. And yeah. that was back, obviously, back in times where if you even go back to the Money in the Bank in Chicago and you see Colt and there's a dude with him that they in the yeah. front row. And the whole falling out was people chose sides. And a lot of people chose Phil's side because of personal reasons. Like, he would pay things for people. So, you know what? Colt Cabana was not the only person he did things for. He, did. He you know, fucking bought... I can't tell you how much money he's given Joey Mercury. He bought him a house, too. I mean, you know. So you can't... People can't say that, oh, that, you know, Colt blood me dry. You know, uh-huh. and whatever, because no, it was never, no. it was never like that. He's cheap, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sir Fox says, "I just hope this is not a one shot like the rest of the ROH former champions. Punk is a carrying his followers uh, and has followers, which is sad. Uh, yeah, I hope that too. I hope this isn't just like a thing because he says, um, I think he says uh, somewhere in there he says that Tony Khan's notorious for that. Oh, yeah." Khan is notorious for one and done being one and done people. He says it wasn't yeah. Maryland, the place people know him. So if it is his last match, he's glad it happened there. But I don't think it's anywhere near his last match. No, his last match, if he ever has a last match, it's going to be in Chicago. Yeah. And it would probably be when he hangs it up, it'll probably be, um, I'd say it's probably going to be an AAW show. And, mm. um, and he'll do that either at Logan Square because that's where they run, or hell, they might even go all the way back to Berwyn, at the uh-huh. at the Eagles Club, to let him round it out because that was like a big home for him for a long time. So that's cool. Yeah, I think that would be awesome, and I like want to be there when he yeah. has his. Uh, Kane Cardova in her chat says, "Came out of what? I think you were talking about uh, Colt coming out of the trial, right?" Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned that. So uh, he goes, it was boom. It was a boom, boom. Center of Sox says, uh, he goes, it's fuck up that a dude like Cole gets blacklisted over a piece of shit. It's just wrong. He goes, I would love to see uh Swiss cost Jericho the belt. Swiss. Is he talking about Cesaro? Yeah. Audio. He goes, just for a moment, even if Jericho would get it back next week, um, their shoes sold out. Even with them off TV, the bucks are still a factor. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. They're still like, you know, the, I think, you know, with the Bucks is whether you like them or you don't like them, you got to respect what they do and what they brought to the industry. I mean, no. granted, you know, like, um, you know, I know, I know Marsh never liked anything that they've done and I would never try to convince Marsh, but what they've done and other things to elevate the sport it's been kind of cool and you know and especially you know with um now that you know march is in the big time of podcasts um, you know like we you know it's one of those things where it's like yeah you, you know anyone could tell you that yeah they they there's a lot of contribution they have yeah and i also want to say too speaking of the bucks cabana in this industry, there are good people and they're bad people. And um, I've always, and I've said this before, I've always prided myself in, you know, like, 
liking the good ones and then ones that are bad you know i'm you know i'm like mm, can't can't do that whether it be because they're a shit person or you know whatever and it's very very true and they also the wrestlers i know think of fans that way especially if you're you know going to a lot of the shows you see them and things like that or you know whatever they all know and they can tell you there's good and bad and i was told by a ring of honor someone in ring of honor not right now um he had said to me this is when bully ray um (laughs) injured me at the the death before dishonor where i got um my dream match yeah and uh he told me he was like when i saw it was you and i heard it was you he was like oh man and then he said you know i was telling my wife and then they were we were i was at the buffet and he was at the buffet and he said you know i had to come over here and make sure you were okay because you know you're one of the good ones and we can't see you go down <laughs> like, oh awesome. yeah yeah, we got raided. Our dog and the lone Zays came through and gave us a raid. I wonder if it was the putting you over guys. The, they had a really good podcast tonight interview with um, former Tom Phillips. Oh, um, yeah, he was on their show, and I, oh. I know we were talking about that today. So hopefully, I mean, I'm just wondering because I can't see on my. I have to go to the Twitch thing. I've got my weird setup here, but I'm well, assuming it must people. must be them, right? I don't know. Yeah, my all. If not, tell me, are... tell me who who it was, because I I don't mean to shout out the wrong people, but. If it is the putting over, guys, yeah, Tom Halifan, was it? Son of a Dragons Gaming is raiding with a party of five. Oh, Son Hi. of a Dragons. I don't even know Son of a Dragons. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Thanks. Who are you? And oh my God, did you see me get emotional? I'm so sorry. I can talk yeah, shit about super emotional because of Colt. Boom, boom. Nope, I appreciate way. Splinter Fox. He was giving us the heads up because he knows that we have a weird setup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Son of Dragons Gaming, guys. Check them out. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming to our little abode. Here, yeah. cheers, cheers! To I just you figured guys. it had to be a wrestling group. You know, what I mean, that was the only wrestling group I knew that was on right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but um, yes, Fox, I agree with you. I'm really hoping that Tony does the right thing, but come on, we know. Our dog says that Son of Ga- Dragons Gaming does wrestling gaming as well as other games. So, gotta oh, check them out. Um, cool. There's a few channels that do some really cool. Um, wrestling gaming and stuff so hey maybe he's got logan paul unlocked as a dlc <laughs> uh Fox was asking who was the one who went to check and see if you were okay oh um it was uh beer city bruiser oh yeah, yeah. He's, he, really cool. i love you know i miss seeing him you know really really terrifically nice guy you know him and yeah. malonis i miss malonis too i mean they were re- they're really good people you know so i mean i I thought that was awesome. But knowing that and things like that, like if a locker room is joking about you, you know, in a funny way. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. yeah. So yeah. Cheers. And a big shout out to uh, son of dragons gaming. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're familiar with, do you think they're sponsored by bad dragon? Mm. Well, they're not. You can always say, you know, you're sponsored, not sponsored, like right now. Yeah, if you're not I'll sponsored, be, not sponsored yeah. by Bad Dragon, if they are not, they should probably reach out and say, hey. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to reach out to the Zoku people because they, 
I'm making my own slush. Yeah, you're having it like crazy. So yeah, I love it. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was fantastic. An emotional night for, for Colt Cabana. Uh, like I said before, seeing it on his face was amazing. Seeing him, uh, perform the way that he did. Like, you, like I've talked to you before. Like, I feel like real 50, 50 with him. I either like his matches cause he does a really great job with it or I'm, or I'm not into the match cause it was just a little too silly for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he executes both well. And I think this was one that was like really serious to, I feel like he was really like planting his flag and I thought that was awesome and fantastic. And I think for him, this was like all eyes are going to be on him. And I think he had to wrestle a little bit more serious. Mm -hmm. So it was a, I'm not just this like funny fucking fucking dude. Yes. I can go. I can still go. And yes, that's what was amazing. You know, because yes. a lot of the stuff people were trying to say was like all of this over Colt Cabana, all of this over this comedy guy, all of this over a joke act. A lot of people were saying some dumb shit like that. So I felt like this was his chance to go out there mm-hmm. and really show like all of this over a potential Ring of Honor champion. All this over a guy who could potentially be any champion. No. You know what I mean? Like all of this over really the asshole who couldn't let something go. You know what I mean? Somebody whose ego got in the way and it wasn't Colts. Like someone else's ego nearly destroyed this guy's dream because Colts been living his dream. Mm -hmm. And he finally had a massive platform for the first time in a really long time. And it was taken away from him because of some other guy's ego because of a problem a guy has with himself and his own self worth. And Colt had to just sit back and bite his tongue and say, you know what? Is what it is, and if that was the end of my of my run, I guess that's what it was. I wonder how long he would have waited. I wonder if he would have resigned again, or if he would have just not resigned at one point and gone somewhere else, or what he would have tried I don't to think do. He would have, I don't think he would have resigned. I think he would have been. I might because well, he resigned been. in the midst of all of this. Hmm. So I wonder if he was. I don't know. I just wonder. I just wonder. But the good news is we don't have to know because it's not going to come up anymore. Nope. Because this guy, because he's back. Yeah. Now, if Tony doesn't use him. Yeah, it's just Tony being a dick. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, Spinner Fox yeah. does say Colt looking fit too. Yeah, he is streaming on Twitch, but he still wants to wrestle even though he they didn't let him wrestle. Yeah, he's looking, like he looked great. The yeah, first thing I thought, as soon as he took off that little weird little kimono thing, mm-hmm. little bathrobe thing. Little jacket. I was, that that was not a normal jacket. That was like a little thin, silky thing. It was yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as he took that off, I just went, "Oh shit!" Like he's put on a little bit of size, like big up top. Like he was. Looking he's good. always been big up top. He lost the mo- the dad bod a little bit. Yeah, I think he was looking he, good. Look, I will say this. Okay, it's Winter Vox. Now you know, like looking at Colt streaming. And first of all, here's a question: Is he streaming right now? Yeah, if he's streaming right now, I feel bad for Okay, because I need to go now. over there and like oh you made um, me No. Yeah. Um <laughs> no, so but um I just lost my train of thought. Oh no, 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 no. No. Um if you've watched some of his streams, there got to a point where he didn't care. He wasn't doing shit. And you can tell. Cause I've seen I mean he still could, you know, go. But he wasn't working out. 
I mean, I, I got to give him shit because I saw him drinking uh, fucking regular, like he was drinking Coca-Cola again and he swore off of that for the longest time. So mm-hmm. I got to give him some shit about that because he went cold for a long time. And I was like, dude, how do you do it? I can't do it. So, yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, boom, boom. He's still got his little girl because he's got a belly. But you know what? He's always been all about what's the traps and what's on top. So yeah. I think he probably injured himself like training because when he had all that KP tape, I was like, whoa, what have you been doing? How'd you get injured? Because I don't think you wrestled in a while because he's been doing autograph signings. So, yeah. I'm just seeing alive the Orange Cassidy backpack gimmick thing. I don't like it at all. I actually think it's way worse than how Kaylee Ray did it. When, really? when Kylie Ray, when she did it. Kylie, Kylie Ray is cute. And she I know, get away. and she did it as like a kid. It was like a kid yeah. with a backpack. Oh, that's where I carry my stuff. My stuff gets carried there. He's doing it yeah. like he really couldn't give a shit less. Yeah. It kind of undervalues the whole thing. You know what would be even better is if he used like a fucking garbage bag. Like, or, you know, a bag from like Target or something like that. That's a really, I don't fucking care. Or a paper yeah, bag. Yeah, a little fucking, yeah, paper sack. Yeah. Uh, Spinfox does say, but we know Tony is a huge dick, 100% confirmed. I would say tiny dick, but yeah. Uh, Spinner Fox says Colt was eating healthy though he was watching what he was eating he should uh, he showed it on his stream uh, yeah. Wait, yeah whoa whoa, I, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what was he showing on his stream Spinner his Fox? healthy eating what is his healthy eating let's go there probably half a pizza instead of a full pizza no no I'm curious what what Colt Cabana considers healthy eating <laughs> bless you bless you knowing um, him it was probably fucking like chicken and rice or he said no more carbs brown rice it would be no i'm just curious because remember i know his subway order i know it's chipotle order okay and i'm sure he doesn't deviate from those two well well we might just not be going to subway right now that no i don't believe that i don't believe that he's not going right now what if he doesn't uh, ask what kind of bread Subway had. That's funny. Oh, um, what kind of bread he ate at Subway? Originally, yeah. it was wheat, and you had to shell out the, the innards. Oh, no, no. He, he was said, saying he was asking oh. the chat if Subway had keto bread. So Colt's oh. trying to be keto. Do you think what? I inspired Colt? Do you think I inspired Colt? Do you think that's why no. he's keto now? Because of me? Well, if he does listen, which <laughs> I heard a rumor that he does. <laughs> Then maybe. Yeah. But Tell him like, you can just DM me. Cole, you like, can DM you, me, dude. I'll give you all I'm the like, keto tips. Are you, Look, here's, I'm like, are you, did I tell like, you about the keto hamburger buns? No. I, Why don't you tell I get, about the keto hamburger buns? I get keto hamburger buns, and when I'm on the road, when I'm traveling, I take them with me, and when I go to places, I just pull their bun off and put my bun on, and it's keto. I even went to Fat Burger. They have a skinny burger where they get two patties of meat and put those put the toppings in between it. Mm-hmm. So it's a scalding hot impossible to hold burger, but it has no bun, so like it's skinny, but it's a double burger. So mm-hmm. I bring my own patty or I bring my own my own keto buns, order the burger, and then I pop it on the bun, and then I have a normal burger that's a double burger that I only spent the same amount as a single burger because I didn't get a bun. That's a fucking cheap person's tip. You need to tell that to Cole Cabana. You can yeah. be like best, best friends. Yeah, Cole, cool. no, I got you, dude. I do a lot of driving around town. I do a lot of driving between Vegas and L.A. 
keto almost all the time. I can tell you all the hot well, spots somewhere. Well, and you know what Fat Burger does too? Instead of a side of fries, you can just add a side of three wings. So more protein. It's fantastic. Nice. Nice. No wonder Ice Cube at three in the morning had got the fat burger before mm-hmm. he saw the lights of the Goodyear blimp. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. All right. That's my song. Yep. Uh, Colt Cabana. Let's see. Yeah. So, Colt, if you need me, just slide in my DMs, dude. I'll keto you up. Mm-hmm. Fox says, uh, he was drinking water flavor type stuff oh yeah dude and they have the the keto sonic ones no ocean water and cherry limeade i mean having those no he drinks the hint water he's been drinking hint water for a long time now yeah but he can get the one who got him into it yeah but crystal light and sonic does the thing yeah i know gatorade gatorade has a zero sugar zero carb yeah but tell him uh uh the the coke the zero sugar coke is not keto I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. The zero sugar one, not Coke Zero, but zero sugar is. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, you it know is, what? But it still sucks. I cares not. I use the original. Oh. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, just do it. We're all gonna die. Just well, don't use that crap in your body. There's always that. Yeah, there is always that. But uh, Twitter Fox says drink Prime, six grams of carbs. Logan Paul. Well, I, have, I can't argue that. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to wrap it up? Um, we can wrap it up. I will say th- uh, this: um, that it's going to be very interesting um, the, in the next couple of weeks um, to see what this whole elite delete thing is. Yes, that I, I, you know, I have no idea. That's going to be kind of cool to see. Um, I. If I venture any guesses, um, it could be, I think, something that um, I think it's going to maybe revamp them in a way that it's not too in your face. Because I think that because of what happened that, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, these EVPs and blah, 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 you know, so I think that that's probably something that maybe they're either going to be more hands-on and or share the spotlight because there's a lot of people and i know we're all sick of seeing you know i'm sick of seeing mocks every week i'm sick of seeing you know certain things every week and i always am like well where's this person where's that person ricky starks is gone he's vanished out of thin air and i know he's probably not happy about that you know so what do you do? Jay Lethal is getting to the point where I'm like, do we need to see Jay Lethal on TV every week? No. Do I need to see Sammy Guevara, you know, tonguing his woman on TV every week? No. But we do. And so Tony needs to figure out if you're going to have another show that you're trying to do with Ring of Honor, you need to figure all this shit out because yeah. it can't just be the same stale bullshit over and over. Yeah, I will say that I'm very interested in what they're going to be doing with the Elite, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that I'm excited about seeing what it turns into. Mm-hmm. I've just liked so little of what they've done that mm-hmm. I'm not excited about it, but I am very intrigued because of the way that they're they're showing it and the story they're kind of telling, I find interesting. Although mm-hmm. the editing probably could be better, 
same time, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's still well, you know who it's still interesting to me. But you know who edits their shit, right? No. Brandon Cutler. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's learning. He's learning on YouTube like the rest of us. Um, although Springfox does say House of Black Rebirth 2, Tommy was streaming today. He said, Mox Jericho Brian, I'm over all of them. I kind of, yeah, I'm not as interested in, in them as, as I was. Well, but yeah, the Black, Black House of Black. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited to see what becomes of that too because. That too. I really want to know what they're going to do with Julia because Julia was doing some really cool things and I would love to see her start wrestling maybe with, you know, Buddy coming out there, you know, Buddy Murphy coming out there with her, you know, in her corner, even Brody and stuff. That would be very, very interesting because I love what they're, what they were doing. And I really think that I'm glad that, you know, if people need to realize that mental health is it's huge yeah i mean that look on cabana's face i think part of it too and he would probably never admit it but i'm sure that really depressed him like when he was told you know you're not wanted here right yeah and he knew his days were numbered and then all of a sudden he had people come to bat for him you know that that's that's some hard shit it's hard to you know battle demons and things like that and especially look at how malachi black was treated he was like fire when he first came first came around and then it fizzled off pretty quickly because tony got a new toy and that fucks with you you know because you promised a lot of shit and then you're you know it it was a lie so yeah anyway no more of that but i agree i wonder what kind of the what kind of response he was getting backstage not that i think it was negative but i wonder Mm -hmm. how emotional it was you know what i mean I wonder if oh, a lot of people Colt? are coming up to him. Yeah, for Colt coming back. I wonder what that was like backstage. I'm sure that if anybody backstage is still um, pro-punk, not pro-Cabana, um, I think there's probably only maybe three or four people. Maybe. Yeah. And, on that side. Well, and I think that, I... yeah. Yeah. No, I think that everyone was convinced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was pretty clear that. to everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Fox says, no BTE YouTube since the suspension. We're all in the dark. Julie's uh, bringing them all back. She has a major part. I can't wait, but I'm concerned, too. That's true. She has a major part. She's still really, really yeah. green, as they say. The punk factor, mm-hmm. which is bullshit, did him, did him dirty. Yep, yep. Yeah, no. Um, to me, the big deal was that he was back and he looked like he cared more than I've seen almost anybody care to be back. Like, everyone always looks happy, but he looked... He looked like he saw a friend he'd never thought he'd seen again. It was almost... Okay. I'd almost say like he'd seen a ghost, but it was something more than that. It was almost like, I thought you were dead. You know what I mean? I, You know what? I'll say this. Because when I don't see him for a long time, and or even whatever... He, there's, he always kind of like perks up a little bit and then, you know, whatever, because it's like seeing an old friend, I kind of got that vibe a little, but it was more of, you know, this, you know, this is like, I was never going to see, I probably would have never gotten this kind of response or anything again. Yeah. And I'm expecting a new shirt, by the way. Yep. Hopefully not black. No, they're like a light, yeah. like the like the blue. 
like his light blue, or we can yeah. do gray, like the uh, yeah, yeah. Harold yeah, one. Yeah. This I missed. Okay, when one hour tees or pro wrestling tees did the uh, clothesline apparel, they used really abnormally soft t-shirts. Yeah, abnormally. I wish they went back to that. They put them on yeah. the regular shit now. Yeah. Or I heard they were up, gonna upgrade everybody to the the soft ones. We'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see, see. But we have our shirts on Teespring. So you go to w, or you go to wrestlingontherocks.com slash shop and you get all of our shirts, all of our mugs, our stickers. Uh, I think I have a tote bag up there. I haven't put it up yet, but uh, we were looking at doing a shower curtain because I thought that was funny. Why not? <laughs> uh, we got pint glasses, wine tumblers, the whole deal. Uh, you can find Miss Amanda Jane at Miss Amanda Jane with a Y. You can find me at Ref Marsh. Uh, you can also find me at Paving the Way Podcast with Medusa over on YouTube.com slash Queen of Carnage. You can also find me over at Pro Wrestling Spotlight with John Arezzi over at YouTube.com slash Pro Wrestling Spotlight. Uh, I've been producing for him. I'm helping produce with uh, Medusa. And I will say for those watching the, the YouTube now with her, the new video podcast, November is not a lot of wrestling talk. But I wore her down. And the other day, we talked for two hours about wrestling on camera that I have permission to splice up and divvy out throughout the month of December. So it's going to get cool. It's going to get real fun. So just letting people know that's coming. Uh, also, go to Curable, K-U-R-I-B-L.com. Use promo code MADTHANKS or PWS to get 20% off any of your CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, dog treats, horse feed, whatever you need. Uh, they got bath bombs, face masks. They do have a bunch of shit. It's crazy. Check them out. Curable. Thank you guys for coming through. Amanda, anything else you want to put over? Um, You know, guys, you know, if you go to uh, cultmerch.com, yep. that would be awesome. You know, support, you know, support the good guy. You know, and or his pro wrestling tees store, which is pro wrestling tees.com slash Colt Cabana. If I'm not mistaken, he makes they don't take a cut at all. So, from what I've been told, and I don't know if that one's true, I do know about the tax, (laughs) the Colt Cabana tax of a dollar. uh, Do you know his Twitch? I think it's at Colt Cabana. You think it's twitch.tv slash Colt Cabana? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Everything is his is at yeah. Colt Cabana. Because yeah, he he's the he's the shiz. Wait, yeah. are we're on well no, we're on Twitch tonight, right? Yeah. Splinter Fox. Is he streaming tonight? Splinter Fox I says don't... he's not streaming. Oh damn it. Yeah, he said earlier. Because... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, put it over. Yeah. Um Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Medusa underscore rocks as well. But yes, uh twitch.tv slash Colt Cabana as one word. Uh, yep. Fox just linked yep. it so if you're in our chat you can click it go give him a follow at the very least if not a subscribe yeah please go follow him and if you tell him that Amanda sent you and if he's like I don't know who you're talking about that's bullshit because you can go you know Amanda <laughs> and he would be oh god damn it <laughs> you know but he knows there's only yeah. one Amanda that he knows yeah but yeah. good dude we're happy he's back he's one of us guys I think we've had a very successful episode one. Although we had technical okay. difficulties, we're not ready to move on to an episode two. That's just not in the cards tonight. No. 
But if you want to see if we ever get there, give us a like, give us a subscribe, go to youtube.com slash wrestling on the rocks. Give us a little subscribe over there. Give us a little buffer. Um, and then we'll see you guys next week right here in the dive bar of the IWC for a brand new episode one. Guys, that's the last call. Cheers. Hey, producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I and subscribe on Twitch or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink with wrestling.